0: and load. This is Steve Dace. The
1: Steve Day Show. And greetings. Welcome to the Steve Day Show. Yes, I am large marge, but it's allergy season in Iowa, so I am the victim here. And now you will be victimized by this voice that sounds like I'm scheduled for a tracheotomy next month. All right, eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's the number eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Does it sound as cartoonish to you guys as it does to me? Yes. Yeah. You know what? Given given the stuff we're going to be talking about today, I'm going to take this as providential.
0: We're living in a cartoon, brother.
1: Yeah, because if, if 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 given how stupid things are right now, it, it's. It's only fitting that I, I come at you today with a, uh, a Yakety Sacks version of uh, the late, uh, not so great Marge shot. Okay. Can you only imagine what they would have dug up on her Twitter feed when she was 16? 888 900 Steve at stevedace.com. That's the email address. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. If you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, where is Dace at? That's why you got to subscribe, right? That's why if you were watching us here on Blaze TV, you would know that it is out of my mouth forthcoming is this voice. Otherwise, you, you probably believe someone is, you yeah, know, somebody else is doing this. But no, it's 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 really me. Todd and is here. You're, you're here too, Todd. I should mention you.
0: I am. And yeah. my voice is kind of back. I was where you were.
1: You are. You're back to, you know, your full, uh, you know, mediocre voice. self. Yeah. yeah. Which people often compare to to Kermit the Frog. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know what I sound like right now other than I ought to be driving a semi with Pee Wee Herman. I think I sound like that, right? So we've got a lot going on here today. Our good friend Daniel Horowitz is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour to take us inside politics, our weekly profit of woe and lamentation. Next hour, we'll play some buy, sell, or hold when we will address a wide variety of topics. Before, though, we get to all of that, on a day of, of, of dumb Which is saying something, because most of these days, these are the days... Not, I wish they were the days of Elijah. They're the days of morons, is what they are. And you're about to witness that with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away, brought to you by impeachment.
2: The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the president says... Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. For the past several months, we have been investigating in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and consider whether to exercise its full Article 1 powers, including a constitutional power of the utmost gravity approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the President has admitted to asking the President of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The, action of the, Trump, the actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the President's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry.
3: Presidential harassment. No word yet on when impeachment proceedings will actually begin. The White House this morning did release the transcript of the phone call between President Trump and Ukraine's president. And guess what? There's nothing in the transcript to my eyes that even approaches a quid quo pro. If you don't believe me, then read it for yourself. The man that this all started with, Rudy Giuliani, was on Fox News with Laura Ingram last night and basically had a meltdown.
4: And Rudy, you've been listening to this conversation. Yeah, I sure have, and I'd like to say uh, that. mister I'd, I'd like Chris to say, Hahn.
1: To Mr. Hahn, I should sue you for libel because you irresponsibly oh, say. Oh, please. Yeah. Well, you you actually usually say incredibly stupid things. You're
3: a public figure.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, by the way, do you have any idea that the State Department... So then you asked- know
4: the libel okay, law. Okay, hold the shut, law. The shut up, Rudy. No, law law shut, up. Rudy. Okay, hold on. shut up. Shut up. You on. don't Everybody. know what you're talking
1: Ooh. about. Ooh. Chris. You Chris, don't know Chris, what you're Chris. talking God. about, idiot. I do. The state... No, you don't. You just Mr. lied. State- no, you you just I Mr. Lied. Mr. Mayor, I wish you would stop. You lied, I wish friend. you would stop, Mr. Mayor. Well, why don't you tell him Why don't you tell him... I wish you would stop. Why don't you tell him to keep his mouth shut so we can tell the truth,
3: Yeah, Chris,
1: just let Rudy then you can
3: respond. Moving on, when I woke up this morning, I thought the following story was just a Bad dream. Turns out it was all true. And it all started a few weeks ago when ESPN's flagship college football program, College Game Day, went to Ames, Iowa for the annual game between Iowa State and Iowa. During the program, an Iowa State fan by the name of Carson King held up a sign asking for money so he could buy some bush light. Well, he got some money. After people used the money transfer app Venmo to send him hundreds of dollars in just a few hours, King announced instead of buying more beer, he'd be donating all the proceeds to the University of Iowa's Children's Hospital. And then things really took off. Over the last couple of weeks, Bush Light announced they'd match funds donated to King and Venmo announced they'd do the same thing. Because of a sign asking for beer money, over $1 million was raised to help sick kids. Then yesterday happened the Des Moines Register decided to do a profile on Carson King and his amazing story. Des Moines Register reporter Aaron Calvin then dug up some tawdry tweets sent by Carson King when he was 16 years old. After those tweets were brought up and Carson King apologized, anheuser Bush announced they were cutting ties with King and his charity campaign. So to sum this all up, a random dude with a funny sign on TV inadvertently raised over a million dollars to help sick kids and the Des Moines Register did their best to destroy him over tweets he composed when he was in high school. By the way, to top all this off, that Des Moines Register reporter responsible for all of this, Aaron Calvin, has some tweets from his past that have been dug up in response, including this one where he says he hates America, and this one where he says, quote, too many of these n****s made nowadays don't pardon my French, end quote. And this one where he says, f*** all cops. Yep, that's the douche who ruined the life of a guy trying to do a really, really good thing. And finally, we need this.
2: <gasps> Look at those eyes. Alright, ready? Happy
0: birthday, birthday to, to you. you! Happy birthday to you! you. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you, <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs>
1: And that's what happened while we were away. Aaron's Montage brought to you by Throat Lozenges, as well as our good friends at home, Title Lock. Uh, You know those annoying robocalls you're getting right now, the ones that are uh, saying you're you're pre-approved for credit cards or loans. Be very careful. Often those are scammers looking for your personal information, and you might be thinking, well, they can't steal my identity. I've got identity theft protection. And that's good. Uh, You should have that. But what they're also looking for is identifying information that you use to do business elsewhere. For example, pretty much all of our home titles and mortgages are kept online nowadays in databases that can be hacked. And when these scammers get your personal info, they then go to that website, make it look like you sold your home to them. And then they take out loans against your equity, sticking you with the payments, maybe even foreclosure notices. And there is no bank that can protect you or mortgage lender. But for pennies a day, our good friends at Home Title Lock will. In fact, right now they're offering 60 risk-free days of protection. That's two full months. 60 risk-free days of protection available to you right now at HomeTitleLock.com. Go there, find out if your home's title has already been tampered with. It's the most important investment most Americans will ever make, their own home. Protect it at HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, second day in a row, I want to ask, what, what, is, what is the allura of, of Rudy Giuliani? You, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is he not responsible for this entire Ukrainian story? Right? Didn't he preemptively go there um, in, in, an, in an interview
3: saying... There was some whistleblower that we don't know about. Giuliani was asked about it and then he went there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he preemptively went there. And now he's saying that he went to this Ukraine at the bequest of the State Department, right? Yep. Which is another example of going there, correct? And then we get a, we get a transcript today, which is essentially nothing other than Donald Trump being Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially you know, doing whatever he can to get his way, while at the same time never ever leaving uh, the smoking gun behind that we were sold Uh, ahead of time by his detractors in the media that assured us it was going to be there so essentially a a day in the life of 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 donald j trump like you know same as it ever was yeah am i reading this right
0: Yes and if you want to go to my Twitter feed I have retweeted many people from many angles but you put it all together I think that's ultimately the distillation.
1: And in some respects this is the Russian collusion story all over again. Yes. yes. Where Rudy Giuliani is out there implicating Donald Trump in things that he ultimately ends up getting exonerated for, correct? Yeah. I mean we sit here we sit here watching Rudy Giuliani's clips during that entire debacle and asking ourselves if that's the best defense they have that we might really there might be something, some trouble here, right? So, I, I, I know there was a time, Aaron will barely remember he was six years old or eight years old when 9 11 happened. There was a time Rudy Giuliani was considered one of the most, regardless of your views on his politics, one of the most effective and, um, uh, and admired and shrewd political operators in America today, right? True, true. We are, we are. We are way past that time, and I think Rudy Giuliani needs to be retired out to the exact same pasture as Joe Biden. And i I don't understand if i were in if I were on the White House comms team, the White House political team, I, I I'd be cutting myself, asking myself why is this guy talking, why is he on television, whose decision is this? Well, we we know it's Trump's. What is the point of this? What what you... You know, what are we doing here? That, that's what I'd be wondering. Because it, it seems like, unless Rudy Giuliani talks, it just seems like, like once again, they have nothing on Donald Trump. And if you, didn't, if you didn't like his behavior, the guy is comfortable operating in the shady. That's just the reality. The truth is not his natural habitat. That's just the reality. I mean, if you if you don't accept that, then congratulations you you're lying to yourself every bit as much as the folks who you know want to are are, are convincing our children the world is going to end in ten years because of what the temperature will be in ten thousand years. So, congratulations, you have your own rival cult. Okay, but there's shady. There's I'm a rich, powerful guy trying to get my way, and and then there it, then there's articles of impeachment, and those things are not. Yeah um uh, they're mutually exclusive they they they're not to be conflated with one another. So I go back to something and um he's in that clip with Rudy that you played. He's the middle guy who looks like he wants to get off that set. Andrew McCarthy mm-hmm. Andrew, the former federal prosecutor Andrew McCarthy mm-hmm. from the uh the Southern District of New York. He looks like he wants to get off that set. He has this I know that look on a face when you're in a panel. It's the look I had on my face before I walked eventually walked off headline news where I'm like, if this goes on another thirty seconds, you know, poor one out. Five thousand G. I'm 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 out. Okay. I know that look. That's the same look Andy McCarthy has on his face right there. Like I, I want to be anywhere else on planet Earth. This is not what I told was told I was going to get booked to talk about. Like he views himself and he should be with his resume and he, he's he views himself as a serious operator. He's here to have a, a serious, discernible look at the facts and then whatever that happened on Laura Ingram's show last night, that goes down instead, okay? And I thought what he said months into the Russian collusion narrative, when he looked at the first round of indictments, the first round of, of grand jury um, uh, testimonies and things of that nature that came out from the Mueller probe, and, and he defined it as, there's a lot of really shady behavior here, but that's politics, Okay. I mean, politics is a shady business, and you can't criminalize normal political behavior. Shady is not the same as a criminal enterprise. It's not the mafia, right? Now, remember, we 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 read that piece of from Andrew McCarthy about a year into the Mueller probe mm-hmm. and wondered if if when we got to the end of the of the entire uh, story, whatever it was, if that might be one of the ultimate conclusions. And I think that's one of the things you're talking about here. You're talking about a guy that doesn't have a lot of moral restraint in his life. You gave him a lot of power, and he's going to wield it, particularly in a way that benefits him because that's that's his moral character. And if you didn't know that going in when you made that vote in November of 2016, I don't know what to tell you if you're like shocked by any of this. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean this is impeachable offenses either. And It just seems to me that if you didn't like Donald Trump going into this, you still don't. And if you loved him going into this, you still do. So Tuesday. Yeah, and everybody else is like, what the hell are we wasting our time on this for? And it's because they're bored. Folks, they're bored. It's what I wrote today for The Blaze. There's nothing else up there to do. There's only so many times you can be the anonymous source for a Politico article. No one outside of the 212 and 202 area codes in America will read. Right? I feel you, dog. You're bored. Got to come up with something. You know, that's why I'm in favor of this impeachment, actually. It will be the only way we can actually verify any work up there is being done. You know, Trump and the Democratic leadership, along with McConnell, conspired together to take all of the real policy debates off the table until after the next election, there is nothing else to do. And the media is bored. I mean, we're so bored, we're clickbaiting each other now on Swedish children, not American children, Swedish children. Where have you gone, David Hogg? A, you know, a, 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 a lonely clicks have turned their eyes to you. We, I mean, this we're bored. There's nothing else to do. Everybody thought that this Mueller probe was going to take them right up until the 2020 election with a scintillating report and then a cliffhanger impeachment. And instead, what they got was a fart in church. They, they got they nothing, none of that. So what are they going to do? They, they cleared the decks for this. They're all dressed up for this. What else is there to do? You know what I mean? So we, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to watch Nancy Pelosi attempt to speak through her facelifts and Joe Biden attempt to speak at all. And, it, you know, in between Trump you know, making indecent proposals to North Korea, you know, he's going to drop some bombs on Mitt Romney. This isn't serious. None of this is. Which is why it's, it's, it's not the impeachment we need, but it's the impeachment we deserve. And most of the people that want to pursue this ought to be incarcerated right now, in fact. and I'll, And I'll close with this comment. If you want any further confirmation just how stupid are the times in which we live, let me boilerplate it for you. Just boil it all down for you. The scandal here is not that an American president attempted to take back taxpayer money from Ukraine, okay? But um, that he wouldn't give it to them. That's the scandal. Can you only imagine if you, if you, if you awakened our founding fathers from their eternal sleep and said, hey, we're going to impeach a president because he threatened to take money back from a foreign power. They'd have burned the White House down and every Capitol building they built faster than you can say war of 1812. And realized what a colossal, grave mistake we made. Let's go ahead and cut the best deal. Let's go back in time and see if we can get, we can truly get a better deal from Mad King George if that's where this all ends. We're going to impeach a president, not because he's giving the taxpayers money to the Ukraine, but because he threatened to take it away. I don't even know what to say to that. That is, that is stupid on an epic level, but it is where we are. So, Get busy dying, Todd, or get busy dying.
0: I'm just uh, earlier this week, maybe late last week. Aaron showed that clip of President Trump at the wall, and he said, "Oh, maybe we should talk about this." And that fantastic, nameless faceless guy next to him said, "Oh, it might be better if we didn't." That guy just that speaks. <laughs> guy speaks for all of this on yeah. politics yep. in general. Like
1: maybe well, it'd let's be better go down if we did. <laughs> yeah. How about no? Yeah. Like the one adult in the room yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not, Mr. President. What do you think? Oh, all right, then. Yeah, okay. And that's,
0: that applies to Pelosi. That applies to the Stop. press. That applies to just, just about everybody. Yeah,
1: yes. Stop and think about the fact a, a 75-year-old president of the United States has to have his, his hand held by a subordinate to avoid disclosing classified information. Yep. Okay? But yes, he is the sinister mastermind of a Russian plot and now, a Ukrainian leverage play, really really i I mean I just the whole thing is dumb, but there's nothing else to do now. Let me tell you what's not dumb in fact, I was very encouraged by what I saw and what I continue to see happen right yes. now. I have been wondering on this show for months, maybe years, and i've been I've been Postulating that I don't believe, I don't believe the average person that voted for Hillary Clinton in in Iowa, in Montana, Idaho. I, I just don't believe that they they they're interested in doing die-ins at Chick-fil-A. I just don't. I don't believe that. But we just had a conversation, was it just last week? We've got to find a way to get these people to come out and to join us in pushing back against this without requiring them to, to agree with us on all the issues at the exact same time right we just we just yes. had this conversation last week right yes well you've had both of those hypotheses that that I've offered up here on the show have been confirmed with this story of Carson King in the last 24 hours because see I know some of the people that are really angry about this uh the local sportscaster, Keith Murphy, around the country, a lot of you aren't going to know him. He's won a ton of awards. He's turned down overtures by ESPN to move on and go national on, on several occasions. He helped me get my start in this industry. Um, when I was about to make a stupid career mistake early in my local sports radio career, he talked me out of it. One of the reasons why there's really not that much of a difference, yeah, I'm a little bit less you know, flamboyant off the air, but you guys know me on and off the air. Am I that much different? off the air than I am on? Not really. No. And that's not true, by the way, of a lot of people that do what I do for a living. You know who gave me the advice just to be myself because in the end, the audience would see through a phony? That was some of the best advice I ever got in my career. It was, this Keith, it was Keith Murphy who did this. And you know I don't, I don't know how many, if any, of the major issues on a given day we talk about on this show that Keith agrees with us on. But he, he was livid last night watching what the Des Moines Register did and digging up these old tweets of Carson King with the intent of destroying him over it. And he wasn't alone. There were other local news people that I have known here in our market for years and I used to work with that I also know do not agree with us politically on the issues that are also losing it over this. That to me is an important development. Folks, I'm just telling you, cancel culture, um die-ins in front of chick-fil-a and the only reason people would ever disagree with me is they're the worst human beings on earth that's going to end us a lot more than losing an argument, that or a lot faster than losing an argument with democrats over single-payer health care i'm just telling you it will why because that 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 is setting up a dynamic where skepticism scrutiny critical thinking question asking, cross-examining, debating is not permitted. Once you're labeled as a second-class citizen, I just don't have to listen to you. And, and, the, and the clue of, of how these quote-unquote journalists really think is the fact that it was very easy to go into this exact reporter's own timeline. And there were things Aaron didn't even include. He yeah. talks about white effing evangelicals that he can't stand. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of nasty stuff in there. And here's how, here's how media hackery used to work when, you know, back in the day when Todd and I were first coming up in this business, here's how this used to work. Everybody would make sure they'd all get together, they'd plot this out, and they'd make sure that they weren't exposed in any of the areas that they were about to highlight. The fact that this wasn't done, and it's not just the Des Moines Register, I mean, the New York Times out there hiring racist anti-Semites, you know, while they're working on the sixteen nineteen project. This is rampant. This is not isolated. Now you know this because you watch and listen to shows like this. There's a lot of people who I love and adore their work who don't agree with us politically, who who are blown away by what they saw the local newspaper do last night, who either haven't wanted to know that this was rampant in newsrooms, or just were unaware. Whatever the case may be, but this we know. This is not isolated. And the fact that they didn't even bother to go in and scrub this reporter's tweets before doing this, to take a look at it, 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 what it shows is what they really think about you. They don't have to be self-aware. They're above you. You're beneath them. They can say and do whatever they want and get away with it because you're the worst people. And so they don't, they don't have to even pretend to to treat you with any semblance of intellectual honesty raise your hand if you if you if you were shocked we found those tweets about this exact from this exact reporter no one is no one is because they don't they don't have to be honest they don't have to have integrity you're beneath contempt they can treat you and do to you whatever they want what kind of a soul looks at some you know a pitcher for the brewers is about to make his debut his first his first ever major league baseball all-star game looks at dante DiVincenzo for villanova as he's named most outstanding player of the final four uh there was another one of these with somebody who won a major award i can't remember if it was an emmy or a grammy or one of these in recent years there was one, that story as well or or looks at a guy as he's selling cases of bush light To raise money for sick kids. And thinks, let me delve into their social media account and find out what stupid and terrible things they said when they were teenagers so I can destroy them with it. That is an instinct that cannot be placated. It cannot be negotiated. This goes far beyond normal political disagreement. We can survive even deep disagreements on funding Planned Parenthood. We have deep disagreements on that in places in the country. Funding an organization that murders children for a living. And yet we have still managed to maintain some level of American exceptionalism through even a divisive debate like that. But this stuff, this is injecting the toxin and the poison directly into your veins is what this is. It's, it's black sludge. It's when you're in a dilapidated building and the pipes burst. What comes out? It's not even sewer water. It's not even toilet water. It's just black sludge, and that's who is inhabiting too many of our uh, faculties in America, on college campuses, way too many of our newsrooms in America. And this is this this what ha- what's happening in Iowa right now demonstrates that if we draw these people out into the light. There is still a lot of people who may not agree with us on a lot of the issues we care the deepest about. But if forced to confront this are willing to say, "Hell no, that's not how we're living as a people." And I think that's an important first step, because see, these tactics are utilized so that they don't ever have to debate people like us. We just have to show up for the debate, Let the line out of its cage. I'm pretty confident. We can win that debate. But we can't win a debate that's never never permitted to occur, never allowed to happen. And I think the rebellion that you're seeing right now in my home state to this story, and you also get an idea where corporate America is at. They're afraid of you know 15 mom's basement dwellers who run cancel culture on Twitter. This, I think, is a really important moment. And it shows if we just shine the light of truth, Todd, and we don't force everybody to say, hey, before you accept this truth, you have to agree with me on these 15 other things. Otherwise, otherwise, you can't we can't work together on this. There is a wide consensus out there that if forced to confront what, what is really going on here, we'll push back on it. And we're watching it happen in our state right now.
0: Well, and keep your foot on the gas because there's going to be uh, that tendency... To want to move on as quickly as possible, and there's people out there. Well, there's a lot. It's the shame is that there's a lot of good people at the Des Moines Register doing good work. We listen. Carol Hunter laid out a letter in defense of this. Yep. and it says she's the
1: she's the publisher, and I know her. Now. Yeah,
0: I I know her well. I had to re-interview with her for my job when I got canned, so they could hire people like this. All right. Uh, We've had many conversations over the past and she said, quote, rest assured in that final paragraph, quote, rest assured we we balanced everything. We had a conversation and ultimately we can disagree, uh, agree to disagree. But this is where we fell in terms of the common good. This was not an accident. This is not just one rogue reporter. This happens all the time, every day, on some level in the Des Moines Register, and they get their heads together, and this is what they come out with, okay? This is the norm. It's not the exception. Do not lie to yourself about that. Come to terms with that, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, there's a key phrase in the Register's original response to the pushback on this, All right, And the phrase is routine background check. Lie. All right. I want to I want to highlight that when we come back and we'll bring Daniel Horowitz into this conversation as well. Stay tuned. Hey, if you're struggling to meet your weight loss goals and this time it's not because um, you, di- you weren't getting active. You didn't keep up the exercise this time you're doing it But you're still not uh, meeting the milestones you had hoped and you're struggling to control your portions your cravings This is where RiduZone zone comes in You know your body was made to crave and conserve calories Because it's only been a recent development in human history that food was considered a convenience for the masses Right up until you know in the last hundred years or so that wasn't the case unless you were one of the one percent worldwide and and When your body was made to conserve and crave calories and now suddenly food is more convenient than ever before, you can see why there might be an issue with controlling your urges, right? And willpower is only going to take you so far. Now, thankfully, there's a molecule that goes from the belly to the brain that sends a signal called OEA to let the brain know when you're full. The problem is it's it's similar to when you first started working out and you've been sedentary for too long. Those muscles are... You know, that muscle memory is just not there. Same thing here. When you've been bypassing it for so long, it just doesn't operate at maximum uh, capacity. And that's where Riduzone comes in. If you turn over the bottle and look at uh, the ingredients, you're going to see all it is is OEA. No stimulants, no chemicals, no additives, preservatives. That's why it's FDA accepted, vegan friendly, gluten free. It's just about boosting the signal in your body uh, called OEA with more OEA. That's it. Okay. So if you want to give this a shot, Uh, They'll offer you a three-month supply for 30% off when you use my name, Steve, as a promo code. Promo code Steve, 30% off at riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, riduzone.com. Let's bring in our weekly profit of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz is here with us. And, Dana, I want to get your take on, on this Ukraine story in a few minutes and, and politically what it means. But I, w- I want to bring you into a conversation we ended this last segment with. I'm Are you aware there's a story that uh, we've had, a, uh, that's, this thing has gone national and viral? Uh, the Des Moines Register, the local newspaper here last night, we've had this young man who has been raising money by selling bu- uh, Bush Light beer. People are just donating. Or I people are clear. just donating. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. But that's his thing, right? Was He said he's a big Bush Light beer drinker. Yep. Okay. And he did this in accordance with the Iowa-Iowa State game. And he's been raising money for sick kids at University of Iowa hospitals. And he's raised like over a million dollars. And last night, the Des Moines Register, this is the same pattern we have seen with, you know, Uh, baseball stars, basketball stars. They went into his social media and found out that he posted a lot of terrible and ugly stuff when he was 16 years old and chose to destroy him with it, which, you know, is ridiculous that we're doing this again. Now we're doing it not with a famous pro athlete or a college basketball star, but we're doing it with a guy raising money for sick kids and what we're seeing in our community is is I know a lot of these local media people are incensed at this and they're expressing it publicly and these are people that don't agree with us on the issues per se but they're like if this is what we are doing here I don't want any part of it and the register is getting destroyed as we speak and 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 the rationale that they used on this pushback was well they were doing a quote routine background check what are you the uh, the blanket FBI you're a newspaper what what makes you think it's your job to background check Everybody in the community Well, you do that when you think you're better than everybody in the community and I wanted to bring you into this conversation because this highlights probably your greatest frustration in politics that there is a wide potential consensus of people who may not agree with us on broad based conservatism, but on a couple of things that really matter, you know, that threaten to uphold to, you know, to upheave the fabric of a, of a civil society. And and this sort of cancel culture, and let's let's go ahead, and, and this same Des Moines Register reporter who did this, of course, he's got all kinds of, of, of homophobic, racist, anti-evangelical, hate America stuff in his own Twitter account. Like, nobody is surprised at this, right? But this is another example where watching a lot of people who may not agree with this on what healthcare policy ought to be, that are in rebellion against this stuff from the radical left... That this, I think, goes to show a, a, one of the points that you have been trying to make for years if if we only had a vehicle to, to capture this.
4: To capture the overreach. I mean, it's exactly the point. By the way, I don't know about the Des Moines Register, but almost every paper has made it a crusade. Yep, A crusade to go ahead and push for second chances, for those who've already had 10 chances, for the worst rapists, robbers assault uh, perpetrators, drug traffickers, you name it. They need to be let out of prison. You're not allowed to look. Ban the box. Steve, ban the box. I mean, Republicans are buying onto this too. The box on the application to go and, you know, if you want to apply for a job, we can't look at your criminal history. But if you did nothing criminal but stuff that, you know, we would regard as, as you know, a society should somewhat immoral – um, the same people who want to push immorality in their adulthood in order to discredit those who want to combat that, they will look at their um, past uh, when they were a kid and not doing a legal activity. I mean, again, these are people who think that those who ended end a life, right, murder someone right that age, 16 years old. I mean, you know, I deal with this all day. Um, we have this subhuman dirtbag cockroach from the pit of hell that just played the knockout game in frederick maryland and you know broad daylight a guy with in front of his family at a county fair 16 year old killed this guy um with a knockout his head hit the pavement and i will tell you they are still being charged as juveniles and i doubt they get more than a few years in jail the guy deserves a death penalty in my in my view so that that's 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 the truth here. When it comes to criminal activity, the worst criminal activity done when you're 16 or when you're an um, adult—see no evil, hear no evil—that says it all.
1: Let's let's pivot now to the next impeachment crusade. And I wrote for the Blaze today. We're going to have one just because they're bored. The system has nothing else to do, and it's been it's been wanting to do this all along. Okay, I I want to show you a video. Uh, This is from 2018. This is former Vice President Joe Biden. I want you and our audience to watch this. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the
0: 12th, 13th time to Kiev and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from
1: Poroshenko and from... Uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. That is Joe Biden. (laughs) Goodness. That is Joe Biden a year ago bragging about The Obama White House doing exactly what, if all, if if the worst case scenario of what is being alleged is true, of what they're saying that uh, Donald Trump ought to be impeached for. Right there. Right there. Same country for people that failed geography in school, Kiev. That's Ukraine, guys. Same country. Okay?
4: I I mean, that, what do you say to that, Daniel? What do you say? Terrible people doing terrible things. Terrible things to doing
1: terrible to, ter- to other terrible people to- <laughs> terribly. Yes,
4: I mean, th- that that's what it is. And look, I want to be very clear. You and I are clear on the record. We think they all suck. We need a new party. But if you're going to be stuck with, well, throw out, and peach, criminalize this party, well, therefore, that means you get the other one. So you do have to look at both sides. And this is – what whataboutism is when, hey, your guy did some criminal thing A, so I'm going to bring up criminal thing B. But the difference here is this. This whole inquiry is being born out of what the Democrats did because there's one more piece of information you need to add there, and, and Breitbart broke that uh, earlier today. That it's not just that Biden and Democrats worked with uh the Ukrainian government and threatened things, um, you know, and and, and uh gave over private information or asked them to do certain things, is specifically with regard to your opponents. Uh Senator Menendez and, and Leahy, May twenty eighteen, you might have talked about this already, but um they sent a letter to the chief prosecutor in Ukraine asking about Trump. <laughs> um this whole thing is born out of the inquiry into trump and russian collusion yep that is how the ukrainians are already involved in the existing doj doj probe so it's not that trump is just you know making this up this is part of the broader probe they're the ones who brought this on so it's only fair if you're going to have a discussion about russian influence and the ukrainians get tied into it well clearly we have evidence with both sides um contacting in the course of an investigation, uh, both sides being present. you know, back in the day it was Obama. now it's um it's it's the Trump administration working with foreign governments. Uh, but but Steve, there's one more point that needs to be made. When did Democrats become so nativist? I, I mean really, we are told every day that this is a global world, that the laws and constitution, of America. Yes, it's not the US Constitution, billion.
1: it's a planetary constitution, correct? Yeah.
4: So so I mean it, this is a criminal probe we have with DOJ. So I mean certainly it makes sense to call up the Ukrainian president about an American roped into this if a non-American could get standing to sue you and me to shell out more mon- money to them. And and here's another thing. I'm going to have a whole report on, on 363,000 Chinese students every year, known espionage problem, even CNN admits that, and roughly 3,000 Chinese coming to our border caught. Who knows how many we don't catch under the most suspicious, insane circumstances, by the way. It's, it's increasing. Um, China has the most espionage of any country, biggest cybersecurity threat. Everyone knows that. They're using immigration to do that. The Democrats open border policies. They have – funny, China and Russia are the lead countries with this – scamming out our visa system, dropping a baby. Eighteen years later, that baby votes in an American election. Talk about influencing the outcome of our elections. So, gee, you know what? If we're going to have a discussion over America, damn it, you know, get off our lawn. Let's embrace that discussion and and widen it.
1: How about the fact that this entire scandal is not about the president giving the American people's hard-earned money to the Ukraine, but in threatening to take it away? I I, I don't even... (laughs) What do you? I That's said. I said earlier. I said earlier before we came on. If, if if we could disturb our founding fathers from their eternal sleep, just to wake them up to that fact, they would burn Washington D.C. down faster than you could say the War of 1812. Realize they had made a grave mistake, and just re- and that they should have just tried to get the best deal they could get from King George the Third at the time. And this was all just a waste of time.
4: Well, they'd say you—you you mean the Ukrainians, you know, were pirates on some sort of ship and got some gold from us? How did they get the money? Um, <laughs> I don't think they would understand how how the money got over there. But anyway, Steve, that was one of the best observations on this whole thing. So you're not allowed—you're not allowed to have foreign influence over the foreign influence. Yes,
1: uh, yeah, You, you, know you cannot
4: influence a foreign government while we are giving them a billion dollars. And, and, St- and Steve, th- this is the broader problem here. There is no illegal activity here so it's it's a political question but but and and i agree that you know you could impeach over a political issue depending on what it is i do agree with that but but here's the broader thing that is what foreign policy is this happens every day and most of it is very legitimate um there's a difference between using the tools of statecraft to carry a heavy stick as teddy roosevelt said you know versus straight up bribing and That happens every day. I mean, how do you think Trump got Mexico and some of the Central American countries to cooperate on immigration policy? There's a lot of that going on. That always happens. Um, So that makes a lot of sense. But again, I think the important thing here is that the antecedent to the entire inquiry is what the Democrats did. They wanted an inquiry into the Russian collusion. That's how this started. Moreover... Isn't it the Democrats under Obama who used foreign governments and then brought it back to our shores by supplying wrong information to FISA courts to spy on the opposition presidential candidate? I'm just saying you can't make this stuff up. It's Again, it's not a matter of whataboutism. It's on the very same inquiry. It's not like, hey, you know, they threw – Having you know sexual relations in the Oval Office and lying about it to Clinton. So Clinton's like, all right, Bob Livingston and you and you and they had the war room digging up their stuff. This is the very same inquiry dealing with the same foreign influence problems, except yep. there, there actually are illegalities in the American court system, whereas here it's you know, far, foreign affairs statecraft that happens every day of every administration.
1: You remember, you, uh, this is maybe where our age difference, which isn't that big, maybe it comes into play. But I remember in the early 90s, the idea that uh, Ray, there was the, the Democrats claim that uh, Reagan secretly negotiated with the Iranians to not have the hostages released uh, until uh, after he had assumed office. And he sent George H.W. Bush there, former CIA director on a secret uh, on as a secret envoy to negotiate this deal under the table. And they, they tried to pull this out you know, back in uh, the early 90s to go after George H.W. Bush when he actually was still popular. And I remember, uh, I think it was then House Speaker Tom Foley. This is right up there with, I've got to suspend free market principles to, to save the free market, George W. Bush, right? Uh, Tom Foley said, well, it's precisely because we don't have evidence that we have to investigate. <laughs> All right. I thought about that. I hadn't thought about that in years. Adam Schiff, just now. Quote, there is no quid pro quo when he reads through the transcript, okay? He says this. But then he says, um, what was the whole rationale for impeachment yesterday, quid pro quo, That that is now not necessary to proceed with impeachment. In other words, it is precisely because the original rationale we had for impeachment was not found, that impeachment must move forward,
4: right? I mean, that, that's essentially what Adam Schiff is saying here. And it's essentially continuing the Mueller stuff. They got busted on the first thing, lied to people for almost two years, and then now, again, this is born out of that. It's not a separate thing, and they want to kick the can down the road. Look, this is easy to defeat. I sound like a broken record, but if you have your own definitive agenda for America that is constantly demonstrating – how Democrats subvert our sovereignty to the Chi Coms, to the Russians, yes, with birthright citizenship, to Islamic countries, to Central America, to everyone, and they actually have a counter agenda. I think this will fall on its own. But if they don't, you know, there is always that threat of the drip drip that they can constantly hang this out. And let's face it, the numbers are not great now. I don't think you can necessarily count on the conventional wisdom of the last 20 years that impeachment will never work in this era. I'm not certain of that. It's very easy to defeat this, but you could always count on Republicans to uh, snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory.
1: Speaking of that smashing defeat or or snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, I've got about a minute here. Can you tell me? Uh, he made the president look guilty of Russian collusion he was eventually exonerated from. He's essentially the catalyst that kicked off this entire story. Can you tell me, what what is the Rudy Giuliani fascination with Trump? I, if, if you were on the White House political comms team, I, I'd be losing my damn mind. I'd be cutting myself in a corner in cold sweats every time someone sends me a memo, Giuliani on TV tonight.
4: What What, what, is, what is it with him? How is he helping, quickly? I think it's just a death, death spiral. I think... He got into this because a guy of that magnitude cannot, you know, go into a closet for the rest of his life. He was the most, you know, famous mayor of all time, really, in many respects. And the only place you can go from there is run for president, but that bombed out. So what do you do? So he had to attach himself to the flaming star of our era, which was Trump, and he thought that was the start to ride. Instead, you know, he got saddled with this, tripped over himself, and now it's just a death spiral. Um, I think if you're Trump, you know, why aren't you
1: pulling the plug on this? Why aren't you tapping him out? Why is this going on?
4: Well, I think that's the bigger question, not what Rudy yeah. saw. In him, that's that's Trump the question sees. I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Trump sees in him. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can't figure that out, but I I would eat my hat if he's still there within a couple of weeks. I
1: mean, if you were if you were in the White House Comms team this entire time, would you not?
4: You, you'd be cutting yourself if you were if, if, if trying to manage that. I mean, what, what are we doing? We, we just don't have Tom Brady's in politics. What I mean, there's something with these guys that are often superstars and then when they're past their prime yeah they're worse than anyone yeah i just don't get it i mean <laughs> but that's the latest example
1: yeah i know if you're younger I, I i said this to the audience at the top of the show there was a time that rudy giuliani was considered one of the most competent and effective public servants in america but we are way past that time daniel good to see you my friend appreciate it as always
4: take care god bless
1: same to you we'll come back hour two we're going to play our little game of buy or hold you take over the show next number two underway here, live and on demand on The Blaze. I'm Steve Dace. Aaron McIntyre Todd Erzin here with me as well. 888-933-93 is the number. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. If you do like the podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review if you're listening to that version wherever you access it. Uh, The more of those we get, the more we are likely to be successful finding people like you. And therefore, the more likely we are to get to continue to do this for a living. Thousands of you have done this for us already. Thank you. Keep them coming, please. If you don't like the show, don't lie. If you kind of like the show, if you wouldn't mind embellishing all the more, we would appreciate it. Speaking of email, a woman named Julia says, I sound like Michael J. Fox. She was watching Back to the Future with her kids. I don't know. Your voice always sounds different to you than it does other people. To me, this doesn't sound like Michael J. Fox at all. Yeah, to, it to
0: each their own whenever floats their boat you know yeah. I don't know I, you, you could have gotten a lot worse I think you just go with that
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah I, and you know you guys, if you you know I can get worse if you pay attention to this show on a regular basis. It can always get worse. That's kind of the way that we roll around here. Um, before we get to buy, sell, or hold, if you're one of millions of Americans that are struggling with chronic pain that comes from inflammation in the body, Relief might be one starter kit away. It's called the Starter Kit Via Relief Factor. I am a big fan of this product. I use it every day myself, all right? And what I love the most about it, 100% drug-free, even though it's a formula Uh, created by doctors who can prescribe drugs, who understand your body is a created being. It's not a machine. It's not an upright vat of randomly evolved chemicals. There's a lot more going on here. And one of the things that's going on here is it was made by your creator to push back on inflammation in the body. And this is where relief factor comes in. Four key natural ingredients that want to help your body reach its ability to push back on inflammation not injury illness those are things that need professional medical care all right but the inflammation uh that uh, so many americans are struggling with today if you want to see if you can finally get relief from all that chronic pain get the starter kit at relieffactor.com it's only a dollar a day so 20 bucks for three weeks that's the starter kit that's how confident they are in this product they offer it to you for a dollar a day for three weeks Take advantage of it right now. The starter kit. What do you have to lose? Except maybe, finally, hopefully the pain for 20 bucks for three weeks. Relieffactor.com is the website. Again, that's relieffactor.com. Let's get to our weekly game of Buy, Sell, or Hold. Our producer, Aaron, usually with a lot of help from you in the audience, puts forth a series of statements, predictions, et cetera. Todd and I will decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? Hopefully we'll have at least one good reason why. Once per episode, we are permitted to put a hold on said proposition but if it's for any reason other than um even even by the low standards that that we barely we barely exceed on this show on a daily basis uh that this is beneath us uh, then you are punking out and you will be punked according to the due code in fact you might even be scourged with a cat of nine tails right here live on the air i'm in that kind of a mood aaron go ahead aaron, right, may we, i interject we, for sure. one
0: second steve i i gotta get this off my chest first can you just say it you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? That I want to buy or sell. Hold on that first.
1: You made a time machine out
0: of a DeLorean. There's a little bit there. Is no, there? There's a little bit there.
1: Yeah. Buy. Okay. Doc see I don't, I don't hear any just I bought it a little Michael bit Yeah you at at went all. up
0: a little bit yeah yeah the up up, going up a little okay. bit okay. I could hear it there all right, little, but, all right. Yeah.
1: so maybe Julie was on to something uh, okay. first
3: first one comes from me um, this this is this is one that I thought up all by myself um, so Well, you're actually giving us know, one of these I yes when was the last time you did yeah. that Oh boy it's been That's, like years. How about the weather boy? It's been uh, hot it's <laughs> a hot one out there uh, any NFL game that does not involve Patrick Mahomes is boring by seller hold
1: Oh sell. Certainly, his presence makes it more exciting. But I watch all kinds of football that's not boring that he's not in. So, Sal,
0: Sal, so Aaron, you were like you 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 were ahead of Steve a lot of times this summer about you know how many weeks left until college or uh, football in general starts. Come on, you don't even believe that.
1: Yep, you were both wrong.
0: Anyway, here's the thing. On. Here's
1: the thing. With did you guys see the tweet from Troy Aikman? Yeah, classic man. I loved it. You didn't like it?
3: See, no, that's so dumb. It's that I loved That's the it. dumbest thing. I it's loved just, it. It's just... You're just uh, coming back with a statistical uh, comparison, and then Troy Aik- Aikman just gets his... Yeah, why I did mean, he his, take it personal? He was so butthurt about that. It was just so small of him to come back with what he did.
1: Well, Now, I, in five I, years, in I five agree.
3: years, then that's more legit, but it was just so small. I,
1: I don't agree. I liked it a lot. For people who want to know, there's a... Uh, there's an analytics group that put out a tweet this week that in, he's only played 8% of the total career games that uh, Troy Aikman has played in his career. And already, uh, Pat Mahomes has thrown for what is it? Was it? Uh,
3: oh, it was some large, like 30-some 33% percent of, 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 of his Troy statistics. Aikman's total yeah.
1: passing yardage yeah. in his career. And Aikman responded back Hey, get back to me when he wins 33% of my Super Bowl mm-hmm. rings. What are you I accomplishing freaking, with that? Why? I loved it. I but loved it. Wh- tell me, tell me what now? Maybe I'm missing something. Tell me why it bothers wh- you.
0: Because why is it threatening to try Eggman in any way, I, shape, I or form? I guess I
1: didn't take that he was threatened as much as he oh, was just he was pushing definitely back. Definitely threatened. I, I I don't know. Why if I'd would go you? That be, why, yeah, why? Why should back? you be threatened by that? I I didn't think he was threatening. I, to me, I don't have to be. I don't have to be threatened to push back on something. Okay, what's
0: what's to push back against? It's the not fact diminishing being, him.
1: Uh, oh, I think it's pretty clear he's the foil of the tweet no pretty clear no yeah it's it was pretty just, obvious it's just no, a it's statistical not. marker yeah. it's pretty, it's just, ob- just pretty it's obvious statistical marker for for uh, uh how, how many other quarterbacks could you have chosen somebody they can come up with the same stat
0: i just think you they looked get, at the number yeah. and who was like, there who's who's amongst a, the greats name, and it was him
3: yeah who's a big name okay. that they could compare to i mean is there was just a butthurt
0: okay. i mean i like aikman as an analyst a lot i just like can't even imagine what
1: i liked it quite a bit actually I, I, I don't thought, I know and, about why. I thought it was GQ Now you tell us know why liked you like five years, if, if
3: uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have one Super Bowl ring, oh, yeah, okay, we can talk about that. But for a guy who has started for one year and has already done this, give him props. Why are you getting so defensive? Good grief. All right, we'll yeah, move on. See, I don't
1: think those things are mutually— I don't think he has a problem giving Pat Mahomes p- props. I think he's— def- I—, I, I I don't know. I liked it, but I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Go ahead.
3: All right, Konstantinos Roditis, and he's got one later on today, a a rare double whammy from Konstantinos. This first one says, Besides keeping the far left off her back, Pelosi knows impeachment will most likely backfire on Dems and help reelect Trump. She knows this, and secretly she would rather the Dems lose so her nephew by marriage, California Governor Gavin Newsom, can run in 2024. Do you buy that four-dimensional chess on any level? No, I sell
1: Wholeheartedly, yeah, on on every single level, yeah, I I agree. Yeah,
3: Chris Pandolfo says, a buy seller hold, it takes longer than six weeks to move from impeachment hearings to a vote.
1: It takes longer, he said, yep, takes longer than six weeks. Oh, yeah, I thought he said shorter. Okay, buy. This is this is again, we don't we we used to do media based on the politics, we now do politics in order to drive content in the media. There's nothing else up there to do, folks. Nothing. They, they just sit around waiting for federal judges to die and be replaced. That's all they're doing. They took every other fight off the table. Every other one. So, um, they got to milk this thing for all that it's worth. So, yeah. Bye.
0: I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. Uh, I will sell. Six weeks... Start takes you right into your happy place, Steve, with the holiday uh, season. Uh, not to mention twenty twenty. I, I, I think they're going to float this thing out there, see what happens. But we're already learning what it is. I'll. I'm not going to be surprised if you're right, but I'll just take the other side.
1: Tell me. Tell me when that has ever occurred with these people.
0: Uh, I. Well, I mean, I just I, we Kavanaugh Russian collusion. It's it's not. The first time I'm not, I'm we literally not, just I know, had a Kavanaugh I, I know, reset. I, I, oh, I know, but that's actually what I'm adding into my possible list of possibilities that it's got to stick. It's, it's there's got to be something more like today. We're seeing aren't we like you came in today and said, Oh, so just Trump again and this Russian collusion but, but, again. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's always going to be an again, but is this one going to be an okay, again for so we got we for we, 12 weeks? We got we got a
1: memo in March from from uh, from the attorney general, uh, from uh, essentially summarizing Bob Mueller's report, that wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. We had to get the actual report. Okay, but in fact, before we got the report, Bob Mueller publicly stated, and in his own statement before the report's release, that uh, he was not taken out of context or anything mm-hmm. by the I attorney know. general. We then were told, though, that Bob Mueller was taken out of context by the Attorney General, even though Bob Mueller said that he was not. Okay? We then get the report. There's – we get the report. But that, and, and, and this is why yeah. we now need to call Bob Mueller, who said, I'm not going to say anything else other than what's in my report. And they call him to testify anyway. And This is the big showdown. That's a dud. This goes on and on Agreed. and on. There's nothing else to do. They can't talk about any issues. They're outside of the American mainstream on every single issue. Every single issue, okay? The candidate that they thought they were going to run that was going to have crossover appeal is literally withering away in front of us, all right? Everything they had laid out, everything they thought they had planned, the fact that they latched onto this, and and Nancy Pelosi, who kept these forces at bay for a year, realizing how politically destructive this was, Gives into them in 48 hours. And almost like Trump was baiting her, yeah, go ahead. And then I'll go ahead and put the transcript out. And she's like, well, th- nothing changes. There's nothing else to do. They don't have anything else to do. And they're now at the point where they're worried the same people that are doing die ins at Chick fil A, if they don't do this, they're going to start doing die ins outside of Nancy Pelosi's office. Well, and the, that's what this is about. I disagree
0: with you. there is something else to do and that's uh get a uh, candidate nominated to run against Trump and it depends on how they wear this. And it depends on how they wear this again going into the holiday season. If they don't do that well, uh, they'll pull back.
1: Now, that may happen six weeks so Christmas is about 90 days away.
0: It's def- it's more than 6. It's outside of it, but okay. I'm I-
1: All right. So I could see this going until the holiday recess and then they go back home and people are like, hey, we milked this, we got this through the fall. It's Iowa caucuses in New Hampshire's coming up after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. That's the time period I could see them getting off of this, but it won't be until then at the minimum. They have nothing else to drive content. Okay. Everything else they've tried has blown up in their faces. Everybody thought for sure, in, including I even thought this was strongly possible. Michael Cohen was going to be the tip of the iceberg of Trump's associations, and now you've got the Southern District, the U.S. Attorney there in the Southern District of New York who put Cohen in prison, shut down that investigation and said we don't have anything else further, nowhere else to go. There's there they, they the fact that they so desperately and quickly latched onto this and the inertia went downhill as swiftly as it did is indicative of the fact this is all they have. They don't have anything else, nothing else to do, nothing else to pin on them. They have to do this. They're going to milk this bad boy for as long as they possibly can get away with it.
3: All right. Moving on. Uh, Constantinos Ceriditis says John Bolton is the whistleblower. I'm actually going to buy that.
1: Oh, I'll sell that. I'm. I'm totally buying. Um, I'm. I am. I'm totally selling on that. Totally. Tell me why you're buying, other than it would just be a great plot point.
3: Um, well, I mean, didn't we? Didn't you say that uh, he's not going to go out lightly, quietly?
1: Yeah, but I, I don't see how. You, John Bolton, dude. If you're sporting that mustache at seventy, you're not wondering. You don't need an ego boost. You're a very proud man you don't sit around watching Fox News knowing that it's Trump's channel waiting for them to say something unfactual about your departure waiting for it and then calling minutes after it occurs into the show live to talk to to leave a message with Brian Kilmeade and making sure that everybody knows it was you and then it turns around and you're some half-assed deep throat that um doesn't even have anything that that the inspector general's office okay, says. Okay,
3: you've you've convinced me. Was, I, a, I still, was a
1: partisan source? I still more have than to, likely. You want What was the woman's name that got arrested for leaking the uh, reality the, winner? That's who it is. It'll be somebody like that. It'll be reality winner. It'll be it'll it's the guy. I'm telling you, it's going to be somebody named IP Freely. All right, somebody <laughs> like that, guys. Tell me I'm wrong. That's what it's that's that's what it's going to be. Cheers, okay? America. All right, w- w- hey, we we got uh, we we got the uh, uh, here's your whistleblower, Buster Cherry. That's who it's going to be, guys. All right, that's who it is going to be. Like it was reality winner the first time, okay? Stormy Daniels reality winner. It just this is only going to get increasingly dumber, and that's who it is going to be. John Bolton, no, John Bolton, when he steps to Trump. A guy like that, I've interviewed him a few times. That guy has a very high view of himself and his capabilities. I agree that he doesn't like Donald Trump and views him as a child. Which is why, if and when the time comes John Bolton chooses to step to to Donald Trump, dude is going to wear a name badge. Okay? Yeah, it was me. He's going to do it in broad daylight. Like, he's going to show up on Sean Hannity's show live. In between another Mark Rich conspiracy theory, hey Mark, I'm here to tell your audience about how the president wants to suck up to Iran. That's how a guy like John Bolton runs goes. I no, I don't think you know. Um, you don't have an ego like that. And then, yes, I am Pez dispenser sixty nine me on the Fox News website leaking stuff in the comment section. No, I don't. I don't believe that.
0: Man, as bad as your Aikman take was, that was fantastic. I had no opinion <laughs> before that, but I'm all in on that.
3: I still have to buy because I can't change. Uh, Dude code, I respect
1: it. Yeah, 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 I get it.
3: I get it. Uh, Bradley Schick says, uh, those who tell uh, you, me, Aaron, uh, about the uh, pagan obsession with Harry Potter also have a Turner Burn bumper sticker on their Chevy Astro. Did you see we got another one of those uh, emails the other day, Steve?
1: I did not know. Yeah,
3: yeah. Another one of those emails. I made uh, like a five second uh, reference to Harry Potter the other day. And uh, yeah, got a, got a nice long email about uh, about that. So that was cool.
1: You know what we might do? I I might just set aside like a minute or two. You know, whatever falls in the, just, the guidelines just of fair use to say Harry and, Potter over and over. And around. on a daily basis, yeah. just run a clip of Harry Potter. Yeah. Just find a segment for it every day on the show. Have you have have you? In fact, you know, along with your learning Spanish today and your montage, yep. just mix in random Harry Potter clips on yep. a daily basis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: this guy does not have a Turner burn. He's so, that guy just will, you know, bumper sticker, done. This guy is so concerned for you. He's, he's a hand holder. He's, mm-hmm. he, there's, there's something way nice. A Jesus fish, likely, uh, uh, something else. But no, um, I don't think if he had a turn or burn, he'd be spending the time on this on a regular basis.
3: I agree. Uh, let's see. Going on to Jim Stocker, he says the Dems and squish Republicans drag the impeachment process out as long as possible so they can continue to fundraise off it, considering they have no other positive message. It'll never get to the Senate. Do you buy all
1: of that? No, they're going to have to take they're going to take a vote. It's going to go to the Senate. They're going to take a vote. I, I don't I don't. When I say they may get out of it, I mean, like, let the process run its course. There's n- I cannot foresee a scenario where they don't have an impeachment vote against Donald Trump. You know, they know their base even better than we do. And you, you cannot let the turkey vultures take flight and then pull back before they before they land on the carcass guys. It, it, no way. No, they're, they're, there's going to be an impeachment vote in the House. They have to do it now. They got to, they got to see this thing through. It's just this a matter is, of how fast it takes to get through that process.
3: This is you're going 45 miles an hour down yep. a, a highway, uh, right before you cross you're, you're in an intersection. The light turns to yellow. You are past. The yes, point of yeah, no yeah, return. Yeah, yeah, yes. You have is, to go all yes the yes. They're pot
1: now. committed now. Yeah, and they and they and especially because of their presidential primary going on, they cannot fail to have the talking point. We sent this to Mitch McConnell in the Senate, and he didn't want to, and he deflected for Trump and didn't stand up for the Constitution. They they have to take this all the way to the extent that, of, of the power that they have now.
0: That's a strong argument. Let's say though, for the sake of argument, that a poll is done and it comes back, and they'll all have various reasons, but seventy five percent of America does not just does not care, does not want. Impeachment—it's a distraction. Many people, some, half of the Dems, are just scared to death that you're going to do it, and it's going to make Trump more popular. We've just seen this kind of thing backfire on us. You keep wanting to do things to Trump, right, right. and it—what if that poll comes back?
1: It's got to be like 90. It,
0: okay, that I wanted. Yeah. To, There's a there is that.
1: a number, but it's got to be something okay. like that. And here's why. This is where we talked about this months ago. Remember, we said how, when when they first started this presidential primary, it, look how far left they're going. And there are people that, you know, are members of Congress who haven't even declared their candidacies yet, okay? Because they have every incentive. I mean, if you're Cory Booker, you're on your last legs. If you're Kamala Harris, you're in need of a, uh, of a blood transfusion, right? And these are members of Congress. They, they need something. If you're Elizabeth Warren, you're, you're right on the edge now of being the nationally recognized frontrunner another member of congress what all of them would have would, would would have a stake in using a presidential election as a plat in, in a primary that's that's the ultimate applause line i mean the pers- i mean you're bernie sanders and you're trying to resurrect you're trying to resurrect the idea you know what you want to know why i was never a, I, I never caucus with the democrats i'll tell you why I mean, we were out there, we had an impeachment. We got this crook racist in the White House. We got him dead to rights. But it's and enough. they won't even have an impeachment vote. And the and I mean, no one. That's actually not a bad Bernie Sanders impersonation, actually. I that's better yeah. than. We're, we're, I was they won't even did. have an impeachment vote. And if, if, so if you want to know why I never caucused with the Democrats, if you want to know why I remained independent, this is why. These kinds of moments right here. These moments right here, these are why. And dude, when he does that, the crowds going to go wild no they cannot this is why pelosi has pushed back for a year on her base she knows this she's a san francisco democrat she knows once she lets them out for recess we we go now until the game of kickball is over okay there's no cutting it short now no mercy rule
0: but those are applause lines that everybody will get on that side. So it seems like Elizabeth Warren may stand to benefit from this the most if she's legitimately already on top. But if everybody gets the same applause lines, how do you riff in a way that's unique that gets you back on top or in, con-
1: you just, here's what you do. I This is weird. Cause you're the can't stop, won't stop guy, right? You let, here's, here's what you bank on. They let, they let the cat out of the bag. They, they, they let they let the contagion out. They let it run its course. They hold their vote like either right before or right after holiday recess, and then and then it goes nowhere in the Senate. They placated their base and they go right into the full-time presidential primary. New 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 or, or, or new new squirrel, and we all forget about this. And they're gonna gamble. They're gonna gamble that between January of next year. And November of next year, Donald Trump is going to say, do, tweet so many horrible things. it's going to be like this vote never took place." That is what they're thinking. They, and they, that's correct.
0: they're good at OK, so they're, they're going to take the vote of this level of consequence because there's nothing else to do relying on the fact that it'll all. Yeah, the thing that they've—they're precious. Relying on the fact that they're precious is that it's actually going to go it's, and fade into I'm black. I'm
1: not saying it's a great. This is this is the way they. Thinking. This is they're thinking they can't lose here. They either get, they either there's a remote chance that they that they impeach him.
0: Okay, okay. I just I need or, to reset what you've been saying for a long okay. time. Or, or that, that they finally seriously, placated their base. This is yeah. This is the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah, d- um, I just n- none of this is remotely serious.
1: And then you kind of hope that, hey, you know what, let's do a full-fledged impeachment inquiry, full, let's get the subpoena power going. Let's find out what's in those Deutsche Bank records that everybody's, you know, you know masturbatory about. And let's just cast this widest dragnet we possibly can. And, and, and if we come up with a needle in a haystack, great, we got them. If not, we 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 placated our base and now we move on to the next distraction that that got you through the okay, fall so. and now we begin the presidential nomination so just to process. be clear, kind of, uh
0: our modern politics is basically a bunch of San Francisco homeless people crapping in the streets
1: and leaving their needles yes. everywhere that's yep, yep got it and the hope Moving is on. that eventually if you if you keep the camera on Trump enough he'll be the homeless guy that will crap in the in the wrong place that's the hope yes the last he'll take the last crap yes <laughs>
0: The one who crafts less. <laughs> That's your new two shirts. New shirts.
3: <laughs> yes. Um, moving on. This one is kind of interesting. It's a little bit difficult because it's contextless. Aaron Reel says, "In the future, people will abandon a lot of digital technology whenever they can because they'll grow to crave the natural human contact we are currently abandoning." Um. Yeah,
0: that's a little too optimistic. And that that guy likes The Last Jedi, so
1: it's true. (laughs) Here we go. No, what's more likely is the abuse of technology. Because technology is a useful tool. We wouldn't be able to reach you with this show without it, okay? The abuse of it, though, is to turn it into an idol in place of those human relationships. That's where sex robots come from, okay? So what's far more likely to happen, far more likely... That's why it's revival or buster on here. What is far more likely to happen is for the tech for the for technological advancements to be driven by creating substitutes for human interaction. That's far more likely to happen. Agreed. It's well
3: said. Uh, Jeff says, in light of last week's buy, sell, or hold segment, just for fun, Steve decides to introduce a new weekly 10-minute segment reviewing favorite video games, and Todd's head explodes. Okay. Have you ever actually done a Pop Culture Tuesday on a video game, Steve? I, no. I don't think so. No. I think Todd and I did one time, and you were gone. Did you? What video games did you guys talk about? Uh, I think it was just Far Cry 5. Okay. Yeah, oh, Far yeah, Cry you 5. did do
0: that. Yeah. Well, that was your th- jam, and I just yeah, kind of sat kinda. passively by. Yeah.
3: I
1: mean, we could do that. You guys want to do that?
3: If you have something you want to talk about, yeah. But there's... What's funny... Looks Red, like there's
1: going to be another Arkham game.
3: Red Dead Redemption 2 is a great game, by the way. And, of course, all of these... I mean, it's, it's highly rated. All of these lefty bloggers in the video game world are just all over it. It's an amazing game. the The actual story of the game is a total repudiation of socialism and Marxism, essentially, if you actually pay attention to what's going on. Uh, I won't get into too many details now. That's the only... I mean, but video games that come out with a, a story that in-depth are kind of few and far between, between, so...
1: I could see doing a ranking of my all-time favorite video games. That would be fun. Like the old NHL hockey on Sega Genesis. That scene, what's the movie I'm thinking of with uh, John Favreau? Uh. Um. Oh, yeah, Swingers. Swingers,
0: swingers. where they're all sitting oh, around yeah. playing. I mean, yeah.
1: dude, that was... Yeah, I, I, it blew me away when I saw that movie for the first time they put that in there because we did that all the time, that game. Okay, so the old Sega Genesis system, the old NHL hockey game would be on there. Madden would be on there. NCAA football would be on there. Super Tecmo Bowl, you know, has its own place. I mean, it, it cost me a college degree. That game did. Mm. You know, I was victimized, of course, by its allure. Um, the Batman Arkham series would be on there. Those would be some of the games I'd probably have if we ever did a ranking like that.
0: Well, I'm not opposed to it. You guys talk about the storylines all all the time. I mean, I I, that's a there's whole Steve. There's some setting that you can just go through
1: without really playing and just like yeah, you can go online to like YouTube and just just say you want to just search for a game the cutscenes movie and people put the things together as movies and just watch those. Like if you don't want to watch like the 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 Spider-Man game that came out last year is an Arkham quality game. Just substitute Batman for Spider Man. It's really, really well done. You'd love the story mode. Just get bored one day, you know, you're sitting around, just um, you're watching another 1 0 youth soccer game. You know, you got some data left on your plan or you got a, a plan that has uh, un- unlimited data. Just go on YouTube and type in, you know, uh, Spider Man PS4 cutscenes and just watch the movie. You'll be really impressed with it. Noah, Noah and I do that all the time, actually, yeah. in the summertime when there's not much going on and it's hot outside.
3: Gotcha. Uh, we'll do one more before the break. Uh, Steve the Mediocre says, for the foreseeable future, every president will be subjected to formal impeachment proceedings. Cell. Republicans don't have the stones.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's where I would...
1: If... if you If you were to add every Republican president, I would buy. Yeah. I'm still not entirely sure. They don't have the stones, but that could also be why they do this. Because... If you teach the Republican Party that you're placated by this, no matter what the verdict is, and they don't have to do anything, any of the real hard po- fights on policy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it becomes their new cocaine. Match. Yeah, I could see this. Yes, I could see this being a new Merrick Garland. Hey, we figured out what your soft spot is. You just you're, you'll let us screw you on every conceivable issue if we stand up for you on this one judicial appointment deal. Couldn't you see? Sure. The Republican establishment doing that. Sure. Okay, You guys just want endless investigations and impeachment inquiries and we don't have to actually, you know, repeal Obamacare or whatever comes next or uh, trim any government or anything of that nature. Done. You got it. So, you know, I think I talked myself into a buy for that reason. Whatever is the lowest lying fruit, most cynical political play the Republican Party is go. conditioned to get away with, they Let's will go for it. And this is it right now, Right. This. So I think that is that Steve the mediocre. Yeah, uh, yes, Steve the mediocre. Uh, Steve above average. I yeah, change your name, brother. Total buy on that. We'll come back more buy, sell, or hold next year on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Well, despite another fake accusation with no corroboration against Brett Kavanaugh, the left still wants him to be impeached. Beto flat out said he would confiscate your guns. Democrats want to push red flag laws, but exempt known gang members. And finally, continue to investigate attempted obstruction of an investigation into a crime that never actually happened. This is the assault on your Constitution, rule of law, your liberty. And chances are your cell phone carrier is helping to subsidize. I mean, we just talked last hour about Anheuser Busch siding with the Twitter mob over a young man because stupid, terrible stuff he tweeted when he was a teenager. Who's but as an adult now? How do you know if somebody's changed, grown up? Well, right now, he's raised a million dollars for sick kids that actually go to the University Hospital of the school he doesn't root for. That might be a you know one key piece of evidence that he's not the punk sixteen-year-old. Jack Wagon tweeting that terrible stuff when he was a kid, but let's not show any mercy or any empathy for one another whatsoever. And corporate America is aiding this. That's why when you have a chance to do business with people who share your values, take advantage of it. That's where Patriot Mobile comes in. It's the only cell phone company fighting this insanity and donating to the causes you believe in with plans as low as $25 a month. You can get nationwide service, U.S.-based customer service I think of when I call a direct TV and I'm like bracing myself. Will I understand the person who I'm about to speak with? There's still time for you to get that Moto Z3 play for only $5 a month too, but they're running out, so don't wait. And back by popular demand, they'll waive the activation fee on up to two lines, but only when you use the offer code Blaze. All right? So again, that Moto Z3 play for only $5 a month and... They'll waive the activation fee on up to two lines when you use the promo code Blaze. Here's all you need to do. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Patriot Mobile, all one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. If you're listening to us right now and not in a place like where you're driving or we can you know uh, go on a website and you want to take advantage of this right now before you forget, call this number. 877-367-7524. That's 877 877-367- 367 7524 for Patriot Mobile. Let's get back to buy, sell, or hold. Aaron. Uh,
3: right. Moving on to Dennis. He says uh, one, fired members from Trump's cabinet will show up to speak at the DNC convention next year. Bye.
1: There's going to be yep. some Zell Millers. You remember yep. that in the 04? Oh, yeah. 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 There's going to be a Zell Miller or two, you bet. Yeah. You're buying that top? Sure. Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh, number two, the next time, or next year this time, the daily headlines in the mainstream press will be how horrible the economy is.
1: I'll buy that too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Do you think that that will be manufactured?
1: I, I'm not. Or are, is it? Actually, I'm not learned enough to know the yeah. answer to that. I, I here's what I think. I think. I think. And and I'm not sure. Even people who really know their stuff in this front can can ad- adequately predict it. And here's why: that we have a fully manufactured economy, and we have a we have a, a president who doesn't who, whose strength is in is is in wealth acquisition, not in economic theory, okay? And, you know, he's bragged in the past about using bankruptcies and other procedures to protect his wealth, to get out of bad investments, things of that nature, right? Well, I I think, therefore, we have, it's impossible to understand or predict how far Donald Trump would be willing to go to put his thumb on the scale to further manipulate a manufactured economy to avoid it tanking before that election. Does that make sense? Totally. And I think you got to factor that into your analysis. That, we're, that, that, you, I think, you know, like what you're seeing with the tariffs right now, yeah. we're just giving billions of dollars of bailouts to farmers. So we're, 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 we're taxing these farmers and then giving them essentially a residual on, on, you know, on their own prohibitive uh, uh, tax that they're getting. I think those sorts of things indicate, I think there's uh, Trump demanding 0% interest rates, for example. Okay, I, I think I, the links he'll go to to avoid. You've got competing again, just like we have with the media when it comes to the truth. You have a media doesn't care about the truth, and a president who is fine altering it to suit his purposes because it's worked for him in much of his private life. And, and that's why it's impossible to know unless you hear somebody on camera saying something. We don't care what any anonymous sources say because when both sides view it justified to lie about the other, including and themselves. I don't know why we would just take their word for it on most things, okay? Same thing's happening here. You're going to have a left that's going to do everything they can to instigate a recession. And you have a president that's going to feel pretty um, uh, justified in using the sorts of extraordinary things we've not really seen a president typically do unilaterally in order to stave that off. Both with the election's outcome in mind, put those two motivations together, and I think it's impossible to predict what, how that will play out.
3: All right, moving on. We've got uh, Terry O'Mara. Biden will drop out of the primary, and Dems will beg Michelle Obama to run because Warren and Sanders are beatable.
1: Sell, sell. I think we're past the Michelle Obama, yeah. uh, the trashing of the Obama legacy. I think we've, I think we've passed that window. Number one, and number two, I don't think Biden drops out until at least after New Hampshire, because as I said yesterday, I don't, I don't see who the candidate is that speaks for. As our friend David Yepson said yesterday, the, centri- the, the centrist wing of the Democratic Party, which may not be very centrist, but it's centrist compared to the rest of the Democratic Party. And there's no other candidate right now that is viable to take his spot. And as long as that remains, the tr- remains true, Biden will stay in the race until he is no longer viable.
0: Yeah, so there's less. Can we? I, she doesn't want to do it. I don't think there's any way. So let's not pretend.
3: Jacob Hibbard says Matt Campbell will be the head coach at Michigan within the next five years.
0: Um,
1: sell. Y- you go first.
0: Sell. Uh, the.
1: This is the Iowa State football coach he's talking yeah, about.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, somebody, I it, will Harbaugh be gone in the next five years? I I can buy that, uh, but everybody's just got to slow their roll a little bit on the magic of Matt Campbell. He's done a fantastic job here at uh, Iowa State. Uh, but I, I just I, I, I don't think it is just patently obvious that they've gone, Michigan's gone down this road with Brady Hoke, with R- Rich Rod. Uh, the, the, the level of vetting that would go on for a coach after a failure of Jim homeboy Harbaugh, would just not automatically default to flavor of the month. And as much as I respect Mike Campbell, the, the, what's going on here definitely has a flavor of the month feel. So I got to sell.
1: As a Michigan fan, I think your diagnosis of how they would approach a Harbaugh failure is accurate. So I'm with you on that. Meaning that. um, It won't be knee jerk. It won't be. A, yes. But I, where I, where I would disagree with you is. I don't think Matt Campbell is the new hotness at all. Uh, he could have been, he could have left last year and didn't, could have gone to the NFL last year and didn't. Um, you know, I, I, the Rich Rod thing, thing is different. Rich Rod had a particular offensive approach that had kind of revolutionized college football. Um, so th- was it a system or a gimmick? Meaning, was he the new Mike Leach or was this just a gimmicky offense? It turned out to be a gimmicky offense, right? Brady Hoke and, and Matt Campbell's resumes aren't even close. I mean, Matt Campbell's resume is way beyond Brady Hoke's. Brady Hoke is the Brady Hoke's the guy Michigan never hires in a million years if he had the same resume, but it didn't include being the defensive line coach at Michigan. You know what I'm saying?
0: Where did they get him from? I don't San Diego even State.
1: State. They got him from San Diego State. If you look at what Matt Campbell has done, I mean, Iowa State, he's got half of their top ten wins all time. Now, oh yeah, let me say this: I'm going to sell just because the it, it, it's an open-ended question, so the out, the idea, the the odds that it would settle on this outcome, just are low you because take the there's field. so many other options. Yeah, you, take you take the, the field. field, right? Yeah, that's right. but but he would meet the threshold. He would meet the, from what we've seen. Tank? Now this year, this year could tank. Okay, and if he tanks this year, then that changes. The ask me this question again in two or three months. But if if and when Harbaugh fails. Or it's pronounced a failure because it could be argued that he's failed already. We're in year five, and um, they've won a lot of games except the ones that matter the most. And he hasn't won a single game against a top fifteen team away from home. There's there's all kinds of coaches in college football that wouldn't cost nine million a year that could win seventy two percent of the games at Michigan, except and not win any of the really meaningful ones or any championships. Agreed? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, it either when Harbaugh fails or the university decides he fails, what's going to happen is is two things will occur. One is they're going to look to see, is there an obvious sitting out and it's not going to be Urban Meyer you know, not in a million years, even, not even knowing Urban Meyer would want the job. There was a time early in his career that an exit clause to the, for the Michigan job was in his contract. I think it was at, at Utah when he was there. But Michigan is never hiring that. Michigan is not a progressive school that just talks about it and then like does renegade stuff in sports. no. They're they're never hiring. He'd have to have a total come to Jesus moment about the whole Zach Smith thing. You know, I have sinned against you. I, no, no. Michigan's never doing that. So no, I'm not talking about Urban Meyer. Let me throw, I'll throw another, Bob Stoops. Is there another surefire Hall of Fame proven coach whose resume is more impressive than Harbaugh's? This isn't a college coach, Bob Stoops is, and it's not even close, okay? So, and he's an Ohio guy. Could they get that guy? That's an instant, instant credibility. Yes. The minute he steps on campus, okay? Yes. That's the first thing they would try. Is there somebody available whose resume is clearly superior to Harbaugh's in the college game that the minute they step on campus, the credibility is instantaneous. No one doubts the hire. okay? That'll be the first thing they'll try. If that person does not exist, then what's going to happen is there's going to be a very strong vetting to say, you know what? We tried... Rich Rod, he was the new hotness. We tried the loyalist. That was Brady Hoke. And then we tried the prodigal son coming home, transformational figure, you know, uh, uh, big man on campus, Jim Harbaugh. What's the one thing we haven't tried? Where did Bo Schembechler come from? Miami of Ohio. Where did Mark D'Antonio come from? Cincinnati. Where did Brian Kelly come from? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Where did Paul Chris come from? Pitt, where he went six and six as one year as the head coach there. Right? The one thing Michigan hasn't tried is the dirt road. All right. They haven't tried the guy who has paid his dues and is waiting for the opportunity to exploit something, uh, the opportunity Mm -hmm. that a Michigan would have. Would Matt Campbell, Ohio guy, Iowa State, Toledo, if he were to continue to be successful, would that meet a profile of what that kind of a candidate would look like? Yes. OK, but for me to, to give you a specific answer about Campbell right now is um, I got to see how the rest of the season plays out because Iowa State is facing something this year they've never faced before, at least in a long, long time. It's the first time they've been ranked in a preseason top 25 since, you know, before, uh, you know, you and I were going to see the original Star Wars and, mm-hmm. you know, an under ruse for the first time. OK, how do they handle those expectations? Because he's already going to have a mark against him. He'd never beat, if he were to leave Michigan, you know, he's not beaten his best, his biggest rival yet. Iowa hasn't beaten him yet. Now he's done pretty much everything else you can do at Iowa State because they're not really a conference title contender, although maybe they will be this year. Who knows? But, but if he were to continue to be successful, he would be the kind of candidate if that one Gravitas candidate I just mentioned is not available, he would fit the profile of what they might look for. It just not, might not be his name. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right, moving on. Uh, Jared Donnie Collins says, a Walker, Texas Ranger reboot. On its face, are you buying, selling, or holding that?
1: I, I was never big into the show, never really watched it, so I, I'll, I i don't have a problem with it. I'll, I'll buy. That, that Jared Padlicky, what's the name of the show that they're on? It's been on for like 15 years or something. It's supernatural. We were at, um, Amy and I, Amy came with me to a National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville a few years ago. And they had a supernatural. this TV show was having a convention at the Gaylord at the same weekend. I could not believe the crowd that they had for that, man. Huge lines. And it was all women, which we you not get the two male leads who played the brothers in the show. I, I guess I can understand that, you know. Um, so I, I don't really, I didn't care for the show. Walker, Texas Ranger growing up. So I don't care if they reboot it or not. So, okay, I'll buy.
0: Yeah, it can't be worse than a lot of the dreck, so yeah, I'll buy two.
3: Sell. Why would you ever want to replace Chuck Uh, Norris? Norris?
1: You couldn't replace Chuck Norris.
3: Chuck Norris replaces you. You know what? That's the the
1: right answer, (laughs) so I got to sell now. Yeah, that's right. I got to sell. You're right.
3: Uh, Jim Larson says, MLB's uh, juiced baseballs have completely changed the game. No longer necessarily true that good pitching
1: beats good hitting. I'm going to sell. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, you still got, we got, we had, I mean, the. Yeah, Justin Verlander went in 20 games. You've got hit their number two starter, Garrett Cole out there with 300 strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think that we're, we're, we're not seeing the cartoonish numbers we saw in the steroid era where multiple guys are hitting 60, 50 home runs. Guys are driving in 150, 160 RBIs. Everybody's hitting over 300. No, I don't No. In fact, I think this was actually a nice correction because I think the game went when on a given night, any, nobody's throwing no hitters. We went through that era, right? Kind of the course correction after the steroid era where now it was almost looked like Bob Gibson pitching again on a, on a raised mound. You know, I, I view this as kind of a nice, happy medium. Don't let the players juice. Cause we all, no, most people don't, you know, chicks did the long ball, juice the ball up a little bit, but don't let the players juice. It's a nice, happy medium. I kind of like where it's at right now.
0: Yeah. I don't think anything's completely changed. Uh, but this is but it this is this is different that the risk reward of strikeout versus uh home
1: run that's what's changed yeah, yeah. is is g- there's no stigma on striking out anymore right okay right. and so everybody there there's people don't mind being Rob Deere and Dave Kingman mm-hmm. I'm striking out 200 times a year but I hit 40 mm-hmm. home runs mm-hmm. there's and I'm batting 230. There's no stigma on that anymore. That's the change, if you ask me. Yeah, there's t- not a huge craving for guys who hit 295 with 15 home runs and you know 70 RBIs. The Terry Pendleton kind of player. I don't know where that name came from. I just threw that out there. But there, there's no market for you know really the kind of players that um, you know the Cardinals in the 80s and Whitey Herzog kind of built their lineup around players like that. There, there's just not a market for that anymore. Right.
3: All right. Going on to Eddie. Nominee for the Democrats will not move right for the general election.
1: Bye. 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 Okay. Yep. And this one is the last Unless one. Unless we believe Biden would be the nominee. I think he would try it. But but since we don't, none of us believe Biden is yes. going to be the nominee, the answer Correct. is bye. Yeah.
3: And a double dip from Steve the Medi- Mediocre again. Uh, if you're a reporter that digs up decade-old tweets from your interview subjects but you have several similar tweets yourself that you haven't preemptively deleted. You are a special kind of dumb.
1: Cell, you're a special kind of arrogant. I don't have to clean out my own closet because I'm better than you. I, I'm, I'm not required to be a part of any standard. Mina's mean, boss just said even today, yeah, they're, yeah they're, it, it probably shouldn't have happened, but it's no big deal to them. They don't care. They hate you. They just hate you. We, we have to come Must to grips with the fact they're not dumb. They hate you. That's it. They're not dumb. That's it. Now, there are some dumb things that is would be like taking advantage of plunging mortgage rates in a booming economy to, take, uh, to go into a booming real estate market without a real estate agent that you can trust. Somebody whose track record hasn't been nationally vetted for success. Somebody who hasn't proven to understand what a marketing plan is beyond, let's do another open house. Somebody who doesn't understand what the phrase professional courtesy means. You'd be shocked how many people fall for these. Uh, kinds of agents. People who talk a good game and then aren't there to deliver the results they promised when needed the most. Don't let that happen to you, especially because it doesn't have to. That's why Real Estate Agents I Trust was created. So you can find an agent that is worthy of having you for a client. That's different from a lot of other referral services, which are really about finding clients for agents. If you want to, anywhere in America that you're listening to us right now, if you want to find a real estate agent that you can trust, Go to this website, real I trust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Gentlemen, any final thoughts? Got about a minute left.
3: Yeah, I, I would just say this is what we began the show with. This Carson King Des Moines register story. I, this is to me, this is Capital S satanic. It really is. It is like the adversi- uh, adversary prowling about like a roaring lion, seeking whom uh, you know they want to devour that is that is disturbing. And so your words earlier in the show, Steve uh, about this is the pure toxic sludge that we're just injecting right in, into our veins if we allow this to stand that's absolutely right and that's why I believe it is capital S satanic. I don't ma- I don't say that for effect and I don't say that just uh, flippantly, but that is what we are seeing and what we saw yesterday with the Des Moines Register and the decision to completely lambast and try to ruin a guy's life for doing a good thing.
0: I was one of those guys, too. I worked for them, and they tried to hang me, so I'm enjoying this.
1: Again, they're not dumb. They hate you. We're going to stick around and do some overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. For the rest of you, see you tomorrow. John 317.
0: This is Steve Dace